In this month's Guide a Member Hub interview, Robert interviews Jason Swank. Jason has literally written the book for growing an agency from nothing to an eight-figure agency. He is now the agency advisor and mentor that guides marketing agencies through a proven framework for growing their agency faster. Jason and Robert discuss the characteristics of agencies who are struggling or thriving during the COVID-19 outbreak, growing a successful agency, snake oil salesmen and self-sabotaging, plus much more. This really is the interview that all digital agency owners need to watch. And hello and welcome to the Guider Initiative podcast. And today it is my eminent pleasure to have all the way from the United States, the wonderful Jason Swank. Jason kind of needs no introduction. If he does need introduction to you, then it's a bit like, oh, that's odd. So where have you been all the time? So Jason does what I do, but he does it over there and I do it over here. And uh, we've been having some absolutely amazing conversations the last few weeks. Uh, Hello, Jason. Hey, Robert. Thanks for having me on the show. So, so for, for the one or two people who may not know the thing that is Jason Swank, uh, just, just give us a quick sort of couple of sentence introduction to who you are. Well, there's probably a lot more than one or two, but, <laughs> you know, uh, I worked for Arthur Anderson right out of school and I was an accidental agency owner. I designed a website making fun of all my friends that looked like Justin Timberlake. And I created a fake band, fake website called In Shit. It got popular. Someone asked me to design a website. I charged them 500 bucks over and over and over and over again. And so I was an accidental agency owner and did that for 12 years. Grew it up to an eight-figure agency, sold it. And then, like any entrepreneur, we thought we were going to retire. Got bored. Uh, got depressed. Had to do something. Created an iPhone app. That sucked. Old competitors reached out. We're like, how do you do this? So I was like, eh, let me uh, let me create a resource I wish I had when I was running my agency. And that's what I do now. <laughs> that quick enough? <laughs> that's, that's, that's absolutely great. So this is being recorded uh, mid, mid-May 2020. Uh, lockdowns are vaguely being released or not being released. It's It's... It's a night. I mean, it's a night. It's a nightmare out there. I mean, what's what? What are you seeing with the agencies you work with? What are you seeing them uh, seeing? How how are you seeing them respond to what's going on? Well, the ones that are not tone deaf are doing really well, right? And I would say about seventy five percent of agencies are doing even better than when it started three months ago, because. A lot of businesses, conferences, hospitality, restaurants, they can't reach their audience. And so with digital marketing and the digital agencies, they can, they can fill that gap in. And so some of the biggest challenges right now for agencies are finding the right people. I'm like, or like picking the right people because a lot of people are unfortunately getting laid off. And then the other 25% that we're actually going after, you know, the markets that were closed or... They may have just been riding the coattails of an amazing market for a couple of years. Yeah. They're suffering and, and they really need to get that clarity of what they want to create, who they want to go after, and then they can uh, really kind of change the course. So let's just divide those out into two. I mean, I, I, I agree entirely. There's, there's uh, people who are kind of organized and sorted 
kind of, if, even if they didn't see it coming, they move very, very quickly. And there's a whole bunch who are saying, well, when it's back to normal, when, when it's back to like it was last year. So can we, is it possible to, to separate out the behavior of the two? Is it possible to say the ones who are struggling have this set of characteristics, the ones who are doing well are having have this set of characteristics? And if so, what's the, what, what do you reckon the difference is? Yeah, so the reason why I also told you my origin story in the very beginning, remember I said I was an accidental agency owner. And so many people that are that, they take a long time to get clarity for where they actually want to go. And they're just reacting to the market. And when you react to the market, well, <laughs> you're going to go with the market, right? So when the market's riding really good, you're probably going to be doing well. But when it goes bad, you're going to struggle because you're, you don't know what to focus on. And so the agencies that are doing really well, they had complete focus, complete clarity, and they knew how to adjust very quickly, right? So that was the biggest difference. And it, like, it took me, like when I created my agency, it probably took me six years figure out the clarity. I was just reacting. I was like, Oh, cool. Like $500,000, $10,000 websites. Cool. And then when I got clarity, I was like, I could charge hundred thousand dollar engagements. I could get million dollar contracts. Right? Hang, on, hang on, hang on a second, Jason. Cause you've just done this thing that, that people often do where they go. So we were really, really poor. And then five years later, we were really, really successful. <laughs> and you've kind of, you've kind of missed out. You've missed out the bits in the middle and the bits that that our audience want are are that okay it's all right for you to say that jason yeah i sold you sold your agency but 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 what do i need to do so and and they gain clarity okay so how do you i mean how how do you reckon they do that is there is there a book that says 10 ways to 10 ways to get 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 clarity it's really pretty easy um but it takes a long time to do I'll, i'll tell you a quick exercise that happened to me. So about six or seven years in, we were a multi-million dollar agency and I hated it. Literally, I wanted to quit. And my wife was feeling the same thing. She was, she told me, go quit and take a job, which is the ultimate failure, right? Like you're like, oh my God. And so I went to go interview with a small company called NASCAR um, for the CMO. And they asked me, they go, what do you want to do every day? And what don't you never want to do again? And I thought about it. I, I couldn't answer it there, right? So I went home and I got a sheet of paper and I started writing it out. And what I did is I drew a circle on a sheet of paper about the size of my fist. And I started with thinking, what is the stuff I never want to do ever again? And writing out on the outside of that circle. And then once I did that for a couple hours, then I thought about, well, what's left? What do I love doing, right? Because at the end of the day, people don't care about growing their agency. They want to create freedom in their agency to pick and choose to do what they want to do, be able to you know, live the lifestyle that they want. That's the ultimate goal that they want. It's not to sell it and have tons of money. It's the freedom. Because if you sell it, you have to work for someone else for a little while. <laughs> and, and you could go crazy. And so I, if you do this with this sheet of paper, now it takes a, a, some time to figure all this out, but once you do it, then you can say on everything outside that circle, you were like, can I say no to it? Can I delegate? Can I set up a system for it? Can I fire these clients that are complete but that's nightmares? that's not what happens, Jason, because what happens 
because what happens you do that you know don't get me wrong you do that cool fantastic but if you're a five or ten person agency who's going to do it and when's it going to happen so all that's all the all the all the, the good stuff you know and you and i have seen it with clients you know they they write a list of 50 things they're going to do and you get to the end of the session you say what's what's the one the one thing you're going to do and they say no 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 i've got i've got this list of 50 things i'm going to do and you and i know that they're not going to do it and even if they do that the next time they meet whatever it is or whatever book whatever it is they're going to write 50 things they need to do and that's really yeah bonkers you know so what you need to if you come away from a meeting or a consultancy session with just the one thing you're going to do so my so my my challenge or my pushback is and in some senses i'm all i'm doing is saying if i was if i was if i was a client of robert craven's and i was told to do that it it sounds fine it sounds great but revamping the website i'm gonna to have to do that at the weekend uh thinking about changing the proposition i'm gonna to have to do that at the weekend finding a va i'm gonna to have to do that at the weekend because i've got clients and i've got one or two staff i don't know how i got the staff but and, and and since i've got staff everything's got i'm not making any money and and they're not doing the right things and i'm not doing any work and they're in this uh they're like rats you know trapped not able to get out of it yeah. so so do they do you think they just have to get so low that they go it's kind of like shit or bust to be blunt about well you know, what you're doing is you have to figure out the stuff you need to get rid of so you know who to hire how to delegate and the way you can prioritize which you know a lot of people get overwhelmed and i'm not talking about tactics here i'm talking about where do you want to grow within the agency, right? And I think it, this was Stephen Covey, I can't remember. Think about you have two jars. And most of the time, when you have a ton of stuff to do, you're going to do the little stuff first. Yeah, 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 so yeah. you're going to put all these little pebbles into this mason jar, and it's going to fill it up about 75% of the way. And then the big item that had the biggest impact won't fit in the mason jar. Now, if you take that big item first, put it in the other mason jar first, then the pebbles, it's going to surround it, meaning you're going to be able to do it. So I always, when I was doing this, I realized the five roles I needed to have or to be, to be the CEO rather than the owner. And here they are. Set the vision for the agency and communicate it to the, uh, everyone in the organization all the time. If you do this, then you're not going to be the toll booth owner where everything flows through you, right? Think of a toll booth. You need to open up lanes. But the reason why everybody's coming to you is because they don't know how to make a decision. So you have to set the vision. Where are we going, right? And that's why that sheet of paper is so important. And then once you communicate that, now they can go and do stuff. Like I, an analogy would be, let's say we're, we're in New York Harbor and we want to come to London. We want to come see Robert, right? And I have my whole team with me, but I don't tell them where we're going. I, they, they don't know. Or I tell them we're going to go see Robert, but they don't know who Robert is. They don't know where we're going. And I say, anytime the boat changes course, wake me up, I'll fix it. So every damn minute, I have to get up, change the damn course. And then I go back to sleep. Like, it's just a nightmare. But if I just told them where I was going, then I give the power for them to make a decision what's best for the agency rather than what's best for them. That's the first rule. 